0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you would, have your bulletins handy to the front page where the icon of the feast we're celebrating tonight is located. We're going to get to that icon in just a few moments. Tonight, of course, we're celebrating the Feast of the Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And for just a moment, let's remember what it is we're celebrating tonight. What was the story? What is it that the Lord did for our salvation? Saints Joachim and Anna, a couple that were barren in their old age. They could not conceive, they could not have a child, and yet a couple infinitely faithful to God all of their days. And all of their days, they're seeking God's mercy over their barrenness because they are living in a culture, both a religious culture and the culture around them of that day, where they lived in great shame because of their inability To conceive and bear a child. In fact many people would have put on them. Just like you hear sometimes in the poor theologies of Christianity around us. That this suffering must be because of some sin in your life. They would have heard that throughout much of their days. And this is the shame that they lived in and had to deal with. But it comes to a climax their shame. One day in in their old age when St. Joachim goes to the temple in absolute obedience to God. To make his offering unto God Almighty. And he goes to offer it to the high priest. And the high priest denies him his offering. Shaming him for the barrenness. Absolutely crushing to these two blessed saints. And so he goes out and informs Adam what had happened. And Adam begins to pray and pray desperately for the mercy of God. And St. Joachim, we're told, goes out into the wilderness... And for 40 days, he was constantly pleading for the mercy of God to take away the shame of their barrenness. And after 40 days, God communicated that he had heard their prayer. And he sends a messenger to tell them both that they would conceive a child. And beyond that, they would be bestowed an honor beyond their wildest imagination and beyond the mercy that they'd ever asked for. They simply asked for a child. They wouldn't only get a child. They would be able to bear the child that would be the mother of the living God. And this was God's mercy to them. Now look at your bulletins. Take a look at that icon. As all icons do, the icon teaches, about, teaches us great things about the wonder of this event. But also the wonder of our salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Because he came through this blessed woman. I take you to the top two corners of the icon. And you see Saints Joachim and Anna pleading for the mercy of God with their eyes up to heaven, asking for mercy to cover their barrenness and restore them. Number two, look in the middle of the icon, the very center where Saints Joachim and Anna are found. In the very center of the icon, Christ through his church is teaching us, The very means by which the Blessed Virgin would be conceived. We see this very picture, look at both of them, of absolute, loving, pure intimacy of a husband and a wife together. Look at them gently leaning towards each other. And what do you see in the background of their leaning? The church offers us the marriage bed of the man and the woman that God had put together. And we see this and we are told by Christ through his church that she was most definitely conceived through the created human sexuality that God bestowed in the garden. That great honor that God bestowed upon them to be able to share in his ability to create life, to join him in that cooperation in his creation. One of the things that the Orthodox Church has never, ever held to was this doctrine that came about very late in Rome. The doctrine of the Immaculate Conception. And that doctrine teaches this. That the Blessed Virgin Mary was conceived miraculously without human sexuality just like our Lord Jesus Christ was conceived in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So that the stain and the reason they have this theology is so that the stain and condition of the fall would not be passed on to her so that she could be holy. And that's where it came from. Interestingly enough, that whole concept, that whole theology was not even ratified in Rome until the 1800s. It's very, very late. We've never held to this. We're going to talk about why in just a few short moments. The Blessed Virgin Mary had to be human like us in every way. Absolutely every way. Now look at the third thing in the icon. St. Joachim and Anna and the marriage bed sit in the middle, but all around them is an archway. It is the gate to the temple of God in Jerusalem. They're always shown there. See, through this mercy, the conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, she who is considered to be the gate through which the king would enter into the world is conceived. And where does that come from, calling the Blessed Virgin the gate through which the king would enter? A prophecy to Ezekiel in Ezekiel in chapter 44. Listen to the words of what he saw that God showed him. Then he brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary which faces towards the east but it was shut. And the Lord said to me, This gate shall be shut. It shall not be opened and no man shall enter by it. Because the Lord God of Israel has entered it, has entered by it. Therefore it shall be shut. The Blessed Virgin Mary is the gate through which the Lord God of Israel has entered into the world. And once he entered, that gate would be eternally shut. This prophecy testifying to what we've always had revealed to us that she is ever virgin. She is ever virgin. And as always, anything and absolutely everything about our Lord's mother reveals so much to us about her son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And because of that, it reveals so much about us as his people and as his church. And so tonight we consider for just a moment the importance of the means by which the Blessed Virgin was conceived. I said it earlier that she was conceived just like every other human being since the garden. And it continued through human sexuality's divine gift from God ordered by God to share that ability to create. And because she was conceived Like the rest of us, she did indeed also inherit the condition of the fall of man, which was separation from God and therefore illness of the soul. You see. And she had to have this passed on to her for a very important reason. And right here we're going to get into just a bit of Christology. The church is teaching on who Christ truly is. And in this case, how we see it because of the the Blessed Virgin Mary. Because from the humanity of Mary, the absolute humanity in Mary, a person who is in need of being saved just like the rest of us by being reunited to God. As Christ is conceived within this woman's womb, he took on right there at his conception the fullness of the fallen and broken humanity each and every one of us. And in that womb, the Lord God of Israel literally joins fallen and stained humanity completely to His divinity so that our broken and fallen humanity could rise again to our truly created God-breathed identity. Not just an identity being in the image of God, but an identity of a person that grows to become like God in all of His glory and all of His virtues, to share in that. In this way, the Blessed Virgin is the picture of us all. God at our baptism, consider this. See what God has done in our baptism. God at our baptism unites our broken and stained humanity. And we are raised up out of that water into new and resurrected life. And from that very grace given to us in baptism, the same grace that Mary was proclaimed to be full of is now within our lives. So that we can continue our ascension out of that brokenness and barrenness and lifelessness that was from the fall being separated from God. And in this way you need to see this. Our lives run so parallel to blessed saints Joachim and Anna as well as the blessed virgin Mary. For they from the mercy of God had their barrenness and their shame taken away. And they rose up out of that to be truly who they were created to be. And like the Blessed Virgin Mary, we are now the ones full of grace. And like her, we can ascend out of the illness of the soul. And for us, from the sins that spawn from that. See, this is what we celebrate tonight. The celebration of the conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary goes far beyond just the conception of the woman. It tells us everything of the person of Jesus Christ. And it reveals to us the totality of our salvation through Him that would enter through she who was the gate. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.